All right. Uh, the the official unveiling is coming next month, but uh, an intrepidous young individual with a Instagram account took a photo of the final uh, new Marlins logo and posted it for the world to see. The what? And- Dolphins. <laughs> the Heat's new logo. <laughs> the Hurricanes. The Panthers. The Red Hawks. <laughs> Just- hey, hey, Mike, suck my Red yeah. Hawk. <laughs> all right should we start that just over we just want to leave this in the marlins new logo and then just like bleep out the f- and that's it that's the start of it Welcome to episode number 27 of the LogoCast. We have known for months now that the Miami Dolphins are uh, rebranding for the upcoming season. We saw a uh, leaked prototype logo. Uh, Talked about that a few months ago. Well, uh, although the logo and the uniforms aren't officially to be unveiled until next month, some enterprising young man with an Instagram account got a picture of the jersey, posted it for the world to see, so we're going to talk about it. I know that Greg's going to get all upset and all angry, but screw it. it it's an upgrade. I, it's not. It looks like something for a travel agency, but go ahead and finish your thought. That is like the most generic, baseless criticism about it. It's, it's far more streamlined. It's less. The last one was a modernization attempt of a piss poor original logo of a Poorly designed, poorly rendered original logo. They tried to fix it, but they did not get any balance of it. It was too... The lines were too thick. Everything about it was just not good. They wore them with overstriped, bland uniforms. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens because as far as the logo's rendering... As far as the logo's overall look, it is absolutely an upgrade, and only nostalgia would tell somebody that it's not. It has nothing to do with nostalgia. It's all about it. Look, it might be all of those things, and that's all well and good, but the that argument to me makes about as much sense as saying that Coca-Cola's logo, how old is that? How poorly rendered was that back in the day? That it, If it's good, it's good. The streamline and all that other nonsense, fine, whatever. The, the, the fact at the end of the day is that the logo needs to be good. And this one is, I'm not saying it's a bad logo, but it is definitely not an improvement over what they had before. Not in any way, shape, or form. And as far as the travel agency thing goes, it may be unoriginal, but I'm like the 10 millionth person to say that about it. So me and uh, you know all the other idiots out there, I, I guess, can't be wrong. But no, I, I don't like it. I think it's a, it's a bad move that the old logo, it, it just worked for that team. And this is just a, an attempt to make them look like something out of, you know, we've used this a lot on the show, where if you are doing a movie about football, this is the helmet, this is the logo that would be on their helmet, would be this one. It's not an improvement. It's not a bad logo, but it's nowhere near as good as the one that's replacing. That's my argument. I, I'm going to give it a chance. It's, it's not as bad as it was when we first saw it. And I think 
that it's going to grow on everyone the longer it is shown and when it's actually released, which they're doing an awful job keeping it a secret. But, I mean, as of right now, I like the old one better, and I said that originally, but I, I don't think this is particularly a huge, huge step down. It's more dolphin-like, so that's good, but, I mean, there's still some things that could they could have fixed, but, I mean, Let me run this. no one's seen what the jerseys look like or on field, so that's what I'm waiting for. Let me run this past you guys, and I thought about this earlier today. You, like you said, they've done a horrible job of keeping this thing a secret. And this is, this is something that I think may be a possibility. If, if you guys, you probably don't remember when this happened, but the 49ers came out. They were going to switch everything up on the helmet and all that. And the fan reaction was so strong against it that they ended up keeping you know, the, the helmet that, that, that we've, you know, we've known them to wear for a long time now. Do, is it possible that the Dolphins have been you know, letting this thing leak out to kind of you, you know throw a test balloon up and see what the fan reaction to think this thing's going to be, and if, if the if the feedback is overwhelmingly negative, they've still got time to pull out of this, and, and I'm not I'm not so sure that maybe that's why it, it, they have had so many leaks with it is because they're kind of we want to test the waters here before we go full bore on with this thing. I mean it's just a theory, but I, I don't think it's it's you know completely ridiculous. That makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like one time like. So another team was going to rebrand and then everyone just hated it and they went back to what they had. I can't think of what team it was, but I know – I feel like that's happened in the past. Well, but the it's, Packers it's a good idea on theory. about it before abandoning it a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, the Packers did that too, but it's just a thought. I don't, I don't think that that's much of a possibility just in the age we live in because come – by the end of this month, they should have all of the merchandise ready to roll. I think that's a big reason why they haven't officially announced anything, that the, they're still getting working on getting all the merchandise printed. But, I mean, it would just be – whenever we talked to Tom O'Grady a few months ago, he had mentioned that the Rockets wanted to cancel their uh, rebranding after they won the titles and you know their old brand had – all of a sudden, everybody wanted that. Whenever they found out how much it was going to cost to to eat all that merchandise and to eat everything, you know, they went against it, and that Rockets logo got a far worse reaction than than even the worst reactions this Dolphin logo has gotten. It, you're probably right. They probably can't slam on the brakes and change their minds. But I will say this about it, and like I said, I don't think it's a terrible logo. I don't think it's an improvement, but to me, the uniforms are really going to tell the tale with this thing. If they do that right, the logo I think will be palatable to me. But if they go like a you know a Seattle or you know some you know Minnesota clown suit rot with this thing, it's just going to be a disaster. And I I just I'm so tired of you know they didn't need to do this. They did it because their team's bad. They don't have a good looking future. So you know what? Let's put some new logos out. Let's do a whole new merchandise team because that way we can generate some interest in the team again. And I just. I think that's the, the the biggest motivating factor behind this because they had a uniform set and a, a base to work from where they could have improved what they had already, get rid of those idiotic drop shadows, drop the navy blue, go back to the aqua orange and white that they used to be, and they could have been fine. But, uh, again, to me, the uniform is going to make or break the deal on this and, and what the helmet looks like and how it's executed and all that. But I, I don't think it's, it's a, in any way, shape, or form an improvement over what they've had before. Well, it is a Miami team, so you're bound to see this in like 30 other colors, and you're going to 
you're going to eventually accept it for what it is, <laughs> like just on fashion caps, you know. But, so. Mike, something that you actually said that I wanted to jump upon, one of the things that I really like about this logo, particularly compared to the old one, is the usage of baby blue. With this one, it actually feels like it's accenting the logo that it's you know, used on the curves and kind of helps bring everything out. While on the prior logo, it always just felt slapped on just because they, with the way the logo was rendered, they needed a third color. And so navy blue was kind of picked out of the random pile and thrown on there. That is one huge improvement, I feel, in this logo over the previous one. I don't think we need another navy blue team. Yeah, but I mean, you look at the logo, it's it's on a aqua base. I mean, there's there it seems to be less navy blue on this one than there was on the previous set. Just judging off the logo, I mean, God knows they could fuck up the the jersey, but it's just an accent color. Like how you don't see the Vikings use black, or uh, um, I don't know, the Browns use gray, or some other bad example I can't think of. But, but it's it's just there to kind of break the color, and it it adds a sense of like depth and motion with a different accent color that you didn't have in the original three versions of the Dolphins logo. Yeah, I mean, if they if they keep it to a very subtle accent, I'm okay with that. My biggest fear with this is that it's going to be Seattleized, and, and you're going to have that that logo, which I think is a downgrade, thrown on one of these ridiculous modern uniforms, and it's just going to be a train wreck. And I, I think that if I were the Dolphins, and I know that, that it's hard for people, younger people, to imagine this, but this is a tradition-laden team that's, that's had a lot of success you know, to me, this is like the Steelers switching everything up. I just don't think that, that they're a team that should do that. If, if this were the Carolina Panthers or a newer team, I don't think I'd have as big a problem with it. But because they are the Dolphins and because they're, you know, in my lifetime anyway, they have been one of the, like, core franchises of the National Football League. I hate to see them throw away something with that much history behind it. And that's, that's what I feel they're doing here. That, that's a big reason why any company would rebrand is because over time, the brand equity isn't once what it was. And I, I absolutely think that's been the case in Miami where they have been bad for a very long time. It just has that, you know, we're going to modernize it just to modernize it feel to it. There's not a lot of, it looks like it was, it was test marketed and, you know, focus group to death. That's what it reminds me of. There's not a lot of originality here. It just looks like something, like I said, that, that they sat down with a group of people and said, what do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? And that's the one that tested the best. And I would rather see them come up with something that, that maybe doesn't have mass appeal, but at least it's original. And I don't think there's a whole lot of originality going on with this. I feel like what they just moved on from was what they should have done. I mean, just just thinking about it, the, the Lions had the same logo forever, and then they updated to something modern. And then you see like teams like Arizona, they had an old logo forever and then updated. And that's what the Dolphins had. But... I mean, there's teams like, like, I know, the Raiders and the Redskins that just have had the old logo because that they say that's tradition. I mean, the Dolphins updated their stuff from what they originally had, and then they feel like this is just them moving on to a whole different thing that they've never done before. I mean, that's – I personally never saw anything wrong with it, like as a design standpoint, but the whole money thing definitely does make sense. And I, w- I wanted to ask Greg, um, do you think if a team like, I don't know, the 
Chiefs or Niners or some team with a less recognizable color, like a uniform that'd get lost in a crowd, do you think you'd be reacting the same? Or is it just because, like, the Dolphins have always been aqua and always been eye-catching, and then now they're just kind of... I guess it would depend on the team, but to me, I, I think if you've got a logo that works, like the Chiefs do, like the Dolphins did, you know, the, the Steelers, and like that, stick with it. You know, that, like with the Vikings, speaking of the Vikings, they took their Viking guy and they fixed it. And we all agreed that they did a great job with that, but it's still the Viking guy. You know what I mean? Whereas this, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it looks like the old Dolphins logo, sort of, but it's not, it's not an update or, or a fix. It's a completely different direction. And that's, I think, the issue that, that I, I don't like about it. The Cardinals, whenever they did their refresh, and I don't think anybody will deny that that was an excellent refresh, but, I mean, how hideous were the uniforms they paired it with? And since that time, they've only gotten worse. It's just it's a situation where there is such disconnect between the, the logo and the uniforms, and I'm hoping that Miami doesn't do this. I'm hoping that they... They get it right. But, Greg, you, you kept bringing up Coca-Cola and everything. And, yeah, there are some things in Coca-Cola that have lasted for a while. But it is also, got, as I sent you the link, it's also undergone some fairly dramatic uh, reimaginings of the brand over the year to get where they are. Once they got it where they wanted it, they haven't messed with it. And, and that's what I'm talking about with the Dolphins here. I mean, I think that, that the, the prior logo to this one, they pretty much got it where it needed to be, and there was no need to mess with it from that point. You can... Update and and refresh and all that stuff, like the Cardinals did. They did a fine job with that. You know, they ruined it with the uniforms, but you don't need to change everything just because something feels dated. You just you make it work within the time frame, and, and like Coca Cola did, and like like the Cardinals did, and and we saw it with the Vikings. And, and I'll bring up the Jaguars as another example. And we talked about these guys. Clearly, you set the two logos, the old one compared to the new one, side by side. And they're way different, but they're not jarringly different. Like I said before. You don't look at it and go, wow, that's completely different. And I think that what the Dolphins would have been better served in doing was keeping a little more familiarity with it. And that, that I think, would have, been, would have pleased me more. But then again, they don't really care what I think about it. But I just think that, that this is not an upgrade. It's just not a bad logo, and it would look great on a, uh, a sign at an amusement park or a water park. But I don't want to see it on a football helmet. And I'll just say, before we get out of here, that I think give it a few years – and this might be the point where uh, where you say that they finally got it right. Just give it a little bit of time. Give it, you know, see what everything else looks like. And you might eventually go back and say it's like, wow, I can't believe that, that I didn't like this. Because as I said, there's, there's so much of it that I think is, is so good. And I'm the guy that keeps saying the Rams should go back to the uniforms they wore in 1971. You really think I'm going to, in two years, go, yeah, the Dolphins got it right. <laughs> Moving from one awful Florida football team to another, the Jacksonville Jaguars, someone leaked their front of the jersey for all their new sets. And what we can kind of make out is the number font, the shield logo, the shield Jags logo on the chest. And you can kind of see some of the striping and patterns on the shoulders. There's not too much to see, but you can kind of get a general idea what they're going for. I'm going to pass judgment on the exact, like, how good I think this jersey is. But, I mean, we, we have a look into what it's going to look like. Uh, what do you guys think about it? It's fairly obvious from this look. I mean, from the position of the patch, from the colors that they're using now, that they're going for an army theme. 
the black and gold, you know, they pretty much completely exude the teal. It's very, very little just in the, in the tongue and the inline of the numbers. There doesn't appear to be any other teal anywhere else. You know, it's something where it would probably look fine for Army, the actual thing. It wouldn't look as good as some of their other uniforms, but it would look fine. But it just comes off as so exploitative and pandering. And, I mean, I guess I guess with all the militarization in football, it, it was it was inevitable. But, I mean, it's an ugly number font. It's uh, There's a lot of account that they're going to try and work into some chrome. I'm fairly... I'm fairly hopeful about the Dolphin set. I am not hopeful at all about this pile of crap. See, you know, that's funny because I'm exactly opposite. I don't think that, that this looks that bad. Again, though, I, I should preface that by saying, compared to what I thought they would do, this doesn't seem so bad to me. Um, I, I, I'm not big on the militariz- militarization of football at any level, and I don't like the pretend soldier aspect of it. But, you know, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about what I think of the uniform. And compared to what I thought they would do, I don't think this this has got potential. And I'm not big on the custom number fonts because you get to a point, and, and we've seen it now, and we're going to talk about Baylor in a little bit. We're going to see it there too. You just hit a point in the proceedings where it stops being something where you go, hey, that looks kind of cool. It's a different font. So it's just like, you know what? We have to come up with our own number font, and that's kind of where we're at now, where it's just like it's, it's, it's what we call, what do we used to call it, uh, font for font's sake. And I think that's what this is. I think we saw it with the Chargers, and we see it a lot in college football. But uh, as far as the, the, the uniform itself, I think it has potential. Um, I hope they don't. You know, we would heard rumors of camouflage being involved in this. Now, if that's the case, all bets are off. But uh, I think this has got some potential. I think it could look okay. Just to show they, everybody that I'm not like some old, you know, stick in the mud that hates everything new. I think this has got potential. I think that that it could be all right. But you are an old stick in the mud that hates everything new. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I saw it. It must have been around campus somewhere. But someone was wearing a teal Jaguars jersey, and I thought it looked so good. I why don't they just bring back teal? I mean. It was just so unique, but with the new Nike template, I thought that they really just the the cut of the uniforms alone was improved a great deal last year. And I think going back to a teal jersey, they had a pretty good looking set. But you know that doesn't pay the bills. You got to go out with the new stuff and come up with your own proprietary font, and you know throw on some stripes and make an army patch and all that because that'll make you look tough. Something I find hilarious about the whole thing and the whole short sightedness of this jumping on the military crap. They signed an agreement to play the next few years in uh, London and really tried to establish that fan base. And according to the NFL style guide, they're not allowed to use that patch outside of the U.S. So they'll be wearing their teal alternate jerseys, which do not have the patch. I got news for the Jaguars. I got news for the NFL. First off, if you want to build a fan base in London and and in England and in Europe in general, you don't use the Jacksonville Jaguars to do that. Start sending the Steelers, the Packers, the Bears, you know, those teams over there. You might, the Cowboys, that'll get you somewhere. But the Jaguars aren't going to get the job done. I don't think football's ever going to catch on in Europe the way that, that the, uh, you know, the NFL offices would like. Europe is like, they like soccer. They, you know, to a lesser extent, I suppose, basketball. Eastern Europe likes hockey. I just don't see football having a place over there. But we'll keep trying and we'll keep sending the shitty teams over there to, Build that brand equity, as Mike says, and I just don't think it's going to work. Let's move on, talk a little bit of college football. Baylor, they unveiled new <laughs> football uniforms. 
with perhaps the ugliest. These rival Toledo for the ugliest font I've ever seen. I can't argue that. A lot of people that I knew, I know a lot of people from from Baylor blogs and everything, they were really excited whenever I kind of mentioned to them that Baylor had been upgraded to a Tier 1 school and therefore was getting custom-designed uniforms and getting all the new sideline gear and everything else. They were far less excited whenever they saw the finished product. Yeah, they were all fired up until they saw what they were going to get. They have four different helmets because they also have a matte green one that's not shown in these photos. But they have a matte green. They have a white one without stripes. They have a their traditional gold one with stripes and a gray face mask because God knows that fits into the rest of the set. And then they have a gold chrome with a gold chrome face mask. This is just a heaping pile of bad right here. I, I will say this. I like the, the green and gold uniform. Put a regular font on there, and that's a winner. But the rest of it is just, whoo, boy, is that some bad stuff. Yeah, the white wouldn't be all bad either, but that number font, man, I don't even – I can't even believe someone designed – it looks like something I would draw, and that's not a compliment. That's, <laughs> that's bad. That's, that's how bad it is. But, again, you know, this is where we're at with number fonts. So this is the, the, the thing that sticks out the most to me about this is the number font and that god-awful chrome helmet. But, man, this the is – The Seahawks have a worse number font in my opinion. But is that black number on black jersey? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, that whole uniform is a train wreck. Throw, I mean, get the right combination. I think the white one could work. Not all white, but, I don't know, gold pants or something. But the green one's much, much better than the black one, but the black one's going to be worn every home game. Yep. Like, I will bet right now, and we'll, we'll revisit this come college football season, I don't think we will see that green and gold uniform more than, I'm going to say, the over-under is twice, and I'm going to bet the under on that. I think you'll probably be surprised. Yeah, I'm going to go over just because I think that uh, Baylor, despite them trying to go really modern with things like this, they are a school that has a very traditional uh, alumni base, very traditional donor base. You know, they are a religious school, and I think that – there will be a lot of pressure from the people that donate all the money to to not wear the black ones too often. Not more than they're wearing than they wore them the last this last year, which was like twice or three times. Well, it's a good thing they're religious school because they have a font straight out of the Ten Commandments, so it worked out for them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like font straight from hell or something like that. <laughs> no, it looks like it was like you know written on a stone back in you know 300 BC or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. The Moses like, font. The one thing I don't uh, find that's about what it's going to be called. <laughs> the Moses is, font? Uh, please call it the Moses font. Uh, you, got my, you got my blessing. <laughs> one of the things I don't mind about these are the uh, pant stripes, which are kind of a blend of traditional and modern. They have the Baylor word mark going up the seam, and then they kind of have, a, they have the, the brazier stripes, but then they kind of turn off at the seam there where they have the word mark, and it's it's – not the best-looking thing I've seen, but, I mean, I think it's an improvement over the pants they were wearing last year. This just is such a, a perfect example of what's happening to college football and just the whole – we've reached a point, and I'm sure I've said this on the show before, where it's gone past let's do design to let's just do the craziest thing we can do to get attention. And, again, I think that the, the, the gold and green uniform with the gold helmet and the stripe, I think that could look good without the Moses font. But, 
this is just I don't know, man. It's just kind of, you know, football's kind of losing me with all this. To be honest about it, it's almost not fun to watch anywhere because the uniforms are so bad. It's just getting ridiculous. And like the weirdest thing about that number font is it does not appear to match in anything else in the identity. I mean, even like uh, wordmark that it almost appears to be kind of related to is a basically a block font with the with the notches. I'm not real sure what the technical name would that would be. Uh, Mike designer, step in. Oh, I just I I don't know. <laughs> you can I just see do the logos. Back. I don't know what the hell they're called. <laughs> All right, so that was the news that we want to talk about for the week. Uh, before we get out of here, there was definitely one other thing that we wanted to let everybody know about. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we are going to be releasing our uh, NBA uniform power rankings. Uh, we did our NHL ones. They created a lot of discussion. It ended up being a lot of fun. We're announcing it. We're, we're changing it a little bit because we're going to let you get involved. Uh, we're Whoa. Gonna, we're going to put up threads on uh, on the Chris Creamer board. We're going to put up threads on Logo Asylum. We're going to make sure that you guys can tweet us uh, a Google document. You guys can get it to us on Facebook. Pretty much any way you get in touch with the show, you can do it. You can email a list to us, obviously, podcast at thelogocast.com. We're going to do uh, several different versions. We're just going to do the version like we did for the NHL where it's just the three of us. We're going to do a version where everybody's vote counts. Like, all of you guys' vote counts together, kind of makes up one of the entities, and then there'll be four of us, the three of us, and you guys. And then we're also just going to do an aggregate where everybody's vote counts the same. So it's going to, I think it's going to really allow everybody to interact with the show. And I'm really looking forward to it. All right, so definitely going to have some cool stuff coming up there we've got a couple of interviews that we've got lining up yeah is there anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here just that baseball season starts on sunday and not a moment too soon in my book yeah by the time everybody listens to this baseball season will be there could you believe the astros threw a perfect game against the rangers Mike? <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing wow, it could all right and on that, and that- Uh, Go Rays and go my fantasy team. I'm going to try to kick Mike's ass. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the LogoCast. If you've got a question or a comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at thelogocast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at thelogocast. For up-to-the-minute logo and uniform news, check out our Tumblr page. That is thelogocast.tumblr.com. And you can subscribe to the LogoCast on iTunes and Stitcher. Once again, thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We will see you next time right here on the LogoCast. Please hang up and try again.